Today's episode is sponsored by Clinton and Deanna Lewis, who are owners of five Wingstop franchises and four Fat Burger franchises. And they have received Million Dollar Store Club and Top Sales Increase Awards. A certified personal financial analyst, Clint has over 25 years experience in planning, wealth management, portfolio organizing, and business consulting and valuations. With 20 years of experience as a social worker, a bachelor's in business management, and a master's in educational counseling, Deanna founded Boss Sisters Connect, where empowerment cultivates bosses. She is also the co-founder of Girls Win Incorporated, which is a nonprofit that helps girls in the foster care system. I am so excited that this power couple have authored their very first incredible book entitled Faith, Family, and Franchise. You may purchase your book at faithfamilyfranchise.com and also connect with them on the gram at Faith Family Franchise. In this book, they talk about their highs, their lows, their wins, their losses. It will empower you to move forward in life so you can also win. Get your copy today along with your workbook as well. I promise you this book will change your life and encourage you to become better in business and also in your lifelong goals. Hey, Hello, my Shugs. Welcome to Saving Our Sisters podcast. I am your host, Vicki L. Kemp. Thank you so much for joining in on the conversation. Please, ladies, invite your village, invite your sisterhood to also be a part of the conversation. Today's podcast is about to be explosive. I'm super excited. This is such a special day because I have my Shug, my BFF, over 40 plus years of friendship and beautiful sisterhood. She is my special guest. I'm super excited about what she is doing in the in the earth realm. So welcome to the show, my sister, my girl, Deanna R. Lewis. Hey, Shook. Hey, Shook. How you doing? I'm good. How are you good. today? I'm great. I'm great. Thank God for technology, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm just in awe of what God has done in your life. And I'm excited about today. I cannot say that enough. Um, First of all, I have told them before you came on the line a little bit about yourself. So you tell us about Deanna Lewis. Let the world know how special you are, honey. Talk to us. Let let the world know. Put it out in the international <laughs> realm, right? Right. Um, I, I'm just I'm just that girl. I'm like the sister that everybody should have, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right um, about that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I grew up in Bakersfield, and and 
we've been friends since we were little. Actually, our grandmothers um, were great. My grandmother and your mother were great friends and, and worked together. And, and then, you know, they gave birth to a beautiful relationship that you and I have um, by example, pretty much. But prior to all that, as I got older, I moved away. Um, to college in 86, down into Southern California, um, started my journey of just trying to figure out who I wanted to be, you know, mm-hmm, got accepted mm-hmm. into college and actually went to college, was not prepared for college. Because <laughs> I think that there is a difference from being prepared for college right. and going to college, right? right. But I, I went to college, I went to a four-year college at Cal State Dominguez, um, and from there decided, you know what, they don't have a, a football team. <laughs> Our basketball team. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Fellas here. We're talking to the students, right? So let's just be authentic, right? Come on here. I need to go somewhere else where it's some more people and some more, you know, male persuasion of mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and left Let them know. University, right? <laughs> left a four-year university, go to a two-year college, which was just, like, ridiculous. But, again, that's back to what I said. I got to accept it into college. I went to college but wasn't prepared. But, nevertheless, along the journey, started working for L.A. County. Um, worked in several different departments um, in the social work field. Um, And then, you know, along the way, met the hubby um, that I've been with. We've almost been married this December for 23 years. He's done well in insurance and investments and mortgage and and banking and all that kind of good stuff. I was just the study paycheck, right, of working for L.A. (laughs) County. Business was doing good for him, and we decided to make some investments, right? But that's the captain. That is the captain. Right? Let's let the world know. Yes, Yes, that is the captain. Yes, and we decided that it's more to life than just having things. Let's look at some investments. And the first thing that um, we decided to stamp the joint effort in Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. was Wingstop, and that was in, in 2000 and five is when we first signed the contract 2006 is when we opened mm-hmm. um our first location and here we are over 15 years later we now have five Wingstop locations um and we've added to the resume fat burger so we have four fat burger um franchises as well and, and god is good and to god be the glory right for the things he has done god is so faithful and when you talk about clint he is just exceptional I mean, brilliant. Um, You said he's done well. He has exceeded. Um, That's my brother. That's my brother. (laughs) You can't tell me nothing about the captain. The captain. You had his back. Yes, he he is absolute. And he has been a blessing to so many people. Um, I can remember when my father needed insurance when he was sick. He wrote up our Mm. first insurance policy and he laid and I laid my father to rest. And it was because Clint made sure that what my parents needed was just what we needed. And today he's still taking care of my mom and she is 91 years old. So. We're going to upload his information, too, because they need to they need to have a conversation. We need to plug that in, you know, insurance. Yeah, yeah. maybe one day we'll like the brotherhood to, to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. But you, I'm, I'm in your book. First, I want to say, because the world may not all know that you and Clinton have authored your first powerful book, Faith, Family and Franchise. So I am literally 
sitting here. So we're going to just go through it. Is that okay? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That was a long project to take on together, right? (laughs) But you did it. Buying a house together is a lot. You thinking going and purchasing a car (laughs) together is a lot. Baby, try to write a book with someone, right? With your spouse. Right. your your partner it, it's a whole other test but it was a beautiful thing it's, it's yeah. i take nothing from it it was fun actually because really everybody's was. not doing that and what i love about faith family and franchise is the fact that you write the book in your voice and then he mm-hmm. writes it in his voice and it's interchangeable yes. that's the beauty of this book now, the funny part about this book, I'm on tw- page 23, lesson three, because these, this book <laughs> talks about 13 lessons for couples to create a heart centered business. Listen, y'all shugs out there. You got to get the book and snag the workbook because that's what's going to make you do the work to learn. But that's you mentioned right. going that's away right. to college, but let's talk about how you wanted to be a television anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. And I talk so much, so I think that's not um, hard for people to, to vision that when they read the book, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she do, she talk a lot, so I can see that, right? Right. <laughs> and, and, and let me interject this. The book is written by us as a couple and from both perspectives, but it also talks about our journey um, as being single. So it's a book that's for everybody. Like right. If you're serious about getting your financial affairs, your financial house in order, right. your self-care in order, your mentality in order. We go through all that of how we did it independent of each other and then how we came together to finish it and to continue the journey and to do the work. Like you mentioned, we had to do the work to get to exactly. where we are now. So that is definitely a book for everybody to read, you know? Right, right. Who knows? You might go back and be that little anchor star. We can turn on the TV and flip it on and there's Deanna. What's next, right? You know, I was featured on the own network a while back, right? Talking (laughs) about the COVID pandemic. So maybe Oprah will re-look at some of that tape. You know what? And call your girl up. You know what? And speaking on that, <laughs> see, let me say something, Shugs. One thing when it's one thing when you get Shugs together, we might be all over the place, but you are about to learn some good stuff on today. So during this pandemic, that was incredible. Who would have yeah. ever thought the girl from 135 Bliss Street, Bakersfield, California, at the age of 52, you would end up being featured on the own network? What was that that like for you? How did you feel? It it was exciting. You know, it, it, it was a, it was a, they actually have a TV show that's called Black Women Own, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they own the conversation, right? So this is what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. having the conversations with your children. You know, let's talk about it. Let's have these talks. And this was about how COVID was expecting affecting women, Black women in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and they invited me to, to come on, and I was just like... I even still go back through my phone and look at little clips that people <laughs> sent, and I'm like, "Wow, that really happened, you know." But I it think really happened. It, even when Clint and I we were interviewed, you know, last week, and they were like, "So how you feel now?" And we just still haven't 
totally accepted the fact that we've arrived because we feel like there is so much more that we could do. There's so much philanthropy inside of us. There's so much growth and development that we still want to do. Maybe not in the restaurant world, but just in housing and and different things like that. So we're just still in the grind. So we don't have time for egos and arrogance to pop in or to, to get that mentality that we're above everybody. We're still in the grind, just like everybody else, right? But we're on a different journey. And I think we right. all have a journey that we have to figure out, right? And it's and, and it's powerful that you say that because I think people, I know for me, I knew about you all's life, but the um, entrepreneurial part of you, I think I'm mm-hmm. really getting to know the depth and understand it mm, because wow. of yeah. Financial Freedom Fridays. Got to plug that in. You and Clint for the past five months have been teaching and educating people on Facebook Live, on your business page, the importance of business, getting your houses in order. So now understand and should actually I was up last night till about two in the morning listening to one of your mentors, Valerie Daniels. Um, She did a... um, powerful interview on um black enterprise and i was so intrigued on her life what she has built an empire one of the most powerful black women in the world and it reminded me of you i'm like one day that's gonna be my shug and yeah she is absolutely amazing world of franchise so she's doing exactly you know what what we're doing and it it it's well you actually met her yes right? yeah i'm, I'm gonna we gonna yeah. we gonna meet her again because i'm about to call her <laughs> yeah. but uh just right, powerful right. and you know as i on this journey with you and mainly because i'm diving into this book y'all hear the page turning that's that's okay page, family girl. and franchise and i'm learning and i'm seeing the business part of life and you know we've talked about how people might say um I don't need that book, but you do, because in this book, it talks about discipline. It talks about family, the faith, the the highs, the lows, the wins, the losses. Um, I text you last night because you said something that was so powerful in the book. You quoted when we had rain, we look for the rainbows. Yeah. Talk about that. That's that's so powerful because in life we all have rain but you can't stop you got to continue to look for the rainbow talk to us about that for a few moments well you know there's even a scripture that says it rains on the just and the unjust and 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 that was always a scripture that i i took to heart Mm -hmm. like okay no matter what you have, no matter how much material gain you receive, no matter mm-hmm. how much financial success you've obtained, it rains on the just and the unjust. That means everybody has their day of rain, right? Say I call that. It my fetal position sometimes, right? I'll tell people in a heartbeat, I've had those fetal position moments. That means that I'm in a ball, I'm under the, I'm in the bed, under right. the covers with the pillow and I just don't want to adult that day. I just don't want to <laughs> deal with whatever is, is and that I'm dealing with mentally, physically, and I call it my fetal position moment. Mm-hmm, but I know mm-hmm. I can't stay there. Right. I have to muster up the strength. I have to speak positive affirmations to my mind, to my spirit. I have to tell my body, listen, you got a headache today. Well, guess what? You What you ate yesterday probably wasn't good. So you're going to have to earn, own your stuff in <laughs> 
order to fix you, right? Because no one else can fix you. No one mm, here on this earth this can fix good. you. You're going to have to figure out how to fix yourself. So that raining on the just and the unjust would always hit me. That D, it's okay. There's it's a okay. rainbow coming. It's a this rainbow. This ain't going to last always. It's how Oof. you deal with adversity mm-hmm. when it strikes. When it hits, how long you're going to stay in it. And you know me, I'm a believer of letting people mourn how long they need to mourn. Let people go through hurt as long as they need to go through hurt. But at some point, you're going to have to say enough is enough. I'm not giving any more room to this. I have to move on. Yes, yes, that is you. It's healthy. healthy. (laughs) That is you. You You tell me that alone. You always have told me that. Give yourself some time and don't let people... Um, judge you. Don't right. let people right. right like yeah. get because yeah. and we owe ourselves some grace. Sometimes we gotta you gotta give your own self some grace. So, Suge, yeah. I wanted yeah. to title this episode "Knowing Your Why," knowing mm. your why to That's behind good. everything that we do. So here we go again in the book. I'm on page. 74. <laughs> Child, I know this book. I'm on page 74 and you stayed in the book. You and Clinton state knowing your why is significant because it leads you to what you will be doing and how you will be doing it. If your why is all about making money, then our concepts and way of doing things may not work for you. So tell me, what was the why behind this book? Let's well, deal you know, with forever. it. We, we, mm-hmm. were, we were born and raised in a church, been been in the church, still a, a church attender, cannot wait till it opens up and I can go back, right? Please, um, And Lord. not just a church attender. I, I am saved. I'm, I know that, right? But I yes. just always felt that we have learned so much about our walk with Christ and, and what he's calling for and what his standards are. And, and, and we're always doing our self-examination mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. and we're praying and we're fasting. And, and I remember just always hearing as a kid in church, I'm just going to be honest, you know, I love <laughs> my church. I love my granny, but I just would always remember that the scripture was always quoted whenever there was conversations about money in the church. It was, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Say but it. then as time went on, <laughs> they actually took love out of there. Somewhere along the line, people took love out of there and was like, oh, I mean, took um, love is the way money right, is the root of all evil. The root of all evil. But they, they forgot got the love. Of, That's it. They took the love off. Right. They took the love off of it and just started saying, because, you know, money is the root of all evil. Money is not. Wait a minute. No, it's not. Wait it's a the minute. love of money. It's anything that makes you makes it an idol. Right. right. Something that you hold in highest and you worship it. That's where the evil part of it is, right? Right. But, the, but owning money and having money, the Bible also says money answereth all things. You better so say wait, wait. Say that again. Money answer what? All things. So okay. there's a reason why we had it. There were <laughs> accountants in the Bible. If there's an accountant was it, which one was the accountant? Girl, you know, I done got excited. Yeah, I know. I know it was carpenters, was bankers, there carpenters. There was accountants. <laughs> if they, if there was an accountant, that means someone had to be making some money. Yeah. Even right? Lydia, even Lydia in the Bible, how she made garments. She it, was a it's so, woman. yeah. She was a business woman. Yes. So 
I think and I think we would we started to kind of use that as a crutch mm-hmm. to kind of stay mediocre to kind of not respect money mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and what the power that holds we we got lackadaisical with our money we got careless with our money we didn't value it and because of that it has hindered us as a culture Right. It really has. It there really has been a has. few of us that have made it out, but for the most part, it's a lot of generational redoing that we need to do with mm-hmm. how we see and view money. Mm-hmm. So when we sat down and we started doing the franchises, right, and now money is coming in, we're being great, good stewards of our money and we're handling things and we're learning, we're ever learning, right? Right. I want this message to go back to the church. Because I think if we could get that message to understand how to save our money, how to invest our money, how to respect our money, if we can ever how to manage our money, right? Getting our financial affairs in order, life insurance and and car insurance. If we can ever figure that out, I think culturally we would be so much better. This powerful, powerful. And that's when Clint and I sat down and said. We're going to write a book and mm. we're going to get this message out that we can do something to change how we view ourselves financially. And the whole franchise part of the book, yes, it talks about us obtaining the franchises, but it talks about the work that we have to do in our finances to be in a position to purchase the franchise. So don't let the word franchise. Listen, scare. you better let it's them know. Finance. It's right. not much about your finances, right. right? And getting it in order. And you know, I joke in the book about I, I done had every credit <laughs> score out there, right? I done been in the fives, I done been all the way in the eights. And what I will tell you is when you get that great credit score, you will never let nobody mess it up. That's right. You will guard it and you will protect it. That's right. And that's one thing that we have to learn how to do. We just want everybody to be to be mindful of our spending habits. Mm-hmm. Um, as a culture, we spend one one trillion dollars a year in spending. You are how kidding. Much of that are you are kidding me. That's fact. You said trillion. You said trillion. Trillion, not billion. As a culture, one trillion. As a culture, we spend one trillion dollars a year. We spend that much. How much are we saving? How much are we investing? And that was the why for the book. And we wanted to give it back to the community that has given us the world of salvation. I thank God for the preachers and the teachers and the deacons and the missionaries and the evangelists. I thank God for that. (laughs) But now I want to give back to what gave me the plan of salvation. Okay, well, now let's talk about some money stuff too, right? Just like we embrace health. (laughs) We invite all of the nurses to come to the churches and talk about the health. Now, see, you starting stuff. That's true. That's deep, though. And and we know we need it because I'm going to be in line for the blood pressure check, right? I'm going to be in line. I get my mammograms regularly. Mm -hmm. But we embrace all that stuff. But when it comes to finances and our money, we don't want to have those conversations because, for one, we got to look at our own self. That's really and, good. And get responsible with how we spend it. And that's all the book is about. It's not about judging. It's about saying you can reset and you can rechange your thinking when it comes to your finances. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old you are. It's mm-hmm. never too late. And that's what the book is. It's never too was. late to reset. And that's a beautiful, never. that's a beautiful why. Let me say this, sister. That's an unselfish why. 
Yeah. Like yeah. my mom said something to us when we were visiting her one day, you, mm-hmm. Clint and myself. Mm-hmm. She said back in the day, people got information and they kept it for them. And it's a blessing in the day in which we live in. You and Clint are giving information for us. That's an unselfish why. That's a beautiful reason. And I appreciate it because um, it's making me think better. Or my perception of, I don't think I've been to Macy's in so much. Uh. <laughs> See, look at you. Child, I'm trying. Try. I'm trying. <laughs> Girl, several times a week. But the book, it is an incredible journey that you and Clinton, the captain, have been on. In the book, you disclose how you dealt with the baby formula, how you had to uh, exchange exchange it for diapers and um, how one time you and Clint had to move where you were contemplating moving. And you said to him, look, are we painting are we packing? What what we gonna do? Yeah. So tell yeah. tell your sisters, what does it look like to link up with the man full of faith, full of confidence? He has been your anchor, like you have also been his bridge. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's good. tell tell to encourage your sisters that are listening on how to wait on God and not settle. For replica or a carbon copy. Wait on that kingdom man. And and you know what the the beauty and the wait was for me? Mm -hmm. Um, I remember reading the book. And this is so many years ago. I'm talking about probably 96, 97. Mm -hmm. And it was... um, Oh my gosh. Bring it back to my mind, Lord. What was the name? A Knight in Shining Armor. Mm. Right? And it was all about waiting for that right guy to come along. And it's a Christian based That right guy. That right guy. (laughs) But in that book, it was all about self-examining yourself mm-hmm. and getting yourself in a position. So when that person comes along, you will know it. You will know the fruit of him, right? That's because good. you'll be in a place healthy. You'll be in a healthy state of mind. You'll be, you have to get, and I think for me, that waiting game was, yes, I desired to be married. I wanted to be married. I saw my friends getting married. All you guys were married, you know, Mm -hmm. a few years before I got married. Mm -hmm. But I also understood that when I started reading those books, that it was more about self-reflection. And I was a whole hot mess. You was a whole hot mess. I was broken. Come on. I had a lot of abandonment issues Come that on. I had to deal with. Testify. I had to deal with brokenness. I was trying to make men love me, right? Then I had to realize they're not even deserving of my love because I know how faithful and committed I am. So you're not even worthy of the love that I was trying to force you to take. Mm-hmm. What? What? What do you do that? You know what I mean? Right. So I, I think in the weight we don't want to get on our knees and make our waiting and for that kingdom. It's that flash. It's that flash. Our whole focus, though, our whole focus and our whole prayer is God send me a man. God send me a man. No, 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 no. God, get me together. Help me see me. Help me fix the error of my way. Some of us got some nastiness and some ugliness and some meanness that we got to share. Right? Honey. So- Everything that I've done, it's been self-examination. So I say that to the single women, you know, that are out there. First of all, it's never too late for that. 
excuse me, who says at 60 you can't get married? Send me the invitation. I'll be there <laughs> cheering you on. What a right? gift. In the audience, what mm-hmm. a gift. I'm just saying, you know, so it's never too late to, to find love. It, it never, I just don't believe in giving up on anything. If that's the case, we'll just stay in that fetal position that I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. never getting out of the bed mm-hmm. if we don't think that there's any hope for me to do better. Right. But in your singleness, I had to get in tune with who I am and who I was and fix me so that I can be better yes. for when that person does come along. Yes, and that's so powerful. We're going to have to have you back because that's a whole nother podcast because women, in itself, they right? need to be <laughs> empowered in that area because we make so many mistakes because of the flesh. Like you mentioned, the 60-year-old getting married. We don't want to wait. A lot of women feel like I'm getting older, so let me just take what what comes. But yeah. when you get it, that wasn't what you wanted, but you settled. And so, then you find yourself now in this. What do I do? How do I get out of right, it? You know, right. I, I think there there we we kind of know when when stuff ain't right and when it don't feel right. Women got some powerful intuition that God gave us. That was a gift He gave just to us, child. child. We can spot it out, right? And then you mix some Holy Ghost with that. You are beyond <laughs> powerful. Okay, nobody run no game on you, right? But it's just it's just important that and and I don't say that from a place of I'm married now and. You know, you can't tell me nothing. And my journey has been easy. Me and Clint have gone through a whole lot of conversations mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. But we had to learn early on how to have those conversations with each other about each other. Right. 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 I'm going to have to tell so you about important. yourself. <laughs> and you're going to have to tell me about myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to be willing to receive it. And then you're going to have to be able willing to receive it. Right. And then what does that look like? And then how do we present it to each other where we're not you know, fighting and arguing and cussing each other out. I, I just never wanted that kind of house. No, so I want they don't, it don't feel good at all costs. Right. It does, not, it does not feel good. So I just think that in our sing in, in singleness, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just getting yourself healthy in your mind. Right. I remember being single and I hung out with my girlfriend. You know, mm-hmm. I loved on y'all babies mm-hmm. before I had babies. Right. I learned how to be happy for everybody else mm-hmm. while it was happening for them. So that when my turn came, I knew I would get that same kind of love that I had already given out. Because you are celebrating your sisters and being excited yes. for them. And, and the Bible speaks about that. One thing I want to interject is when you told me, you've told me for the past several years, if you're going to be vulnerable with someone you should be able to be vulnerable with your spouse. That's the closest human relationship yes. we have. Be open with the one you sleep with, dine with. That's Wake up your with. friend. You, you, you all use the same bathroom every single day. <laughs> you can't be vulnerable with them. You, I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. How you, you can't. I would never want to be in a position where I didn't want Clint to see me cry. Now, I didn't have moments. We, we talking to the children. Girl, especially right? when you're mad girl, now, child. Look, look. I, I he ain't going to see me crying today. I'm <laughs> And I'm like, he ain't going to see me crying. Because I'm, I'm not today. Crying, but not today. You ain't going to see me <laughs> crying, right? But I'm talking about, in, in seriousness, mm-hmm. how, why would I not let him see me vulnerable? Right. I, why would I not see him vulnerable? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um why would I not want to see that? Because I'm going to trust you with my vulnerability. 
Mm-hmm. That if you see me broken and crying, you're going to come and give me that comfort. Yes, right? that's You're going to come and wrap your arms. Because remember, our relationships here should be an example of the bride of Christ. That's why he calls us the bride. Well, you better the teach. Right, right, right. He gives us an example of what that should look like. So our closest relationships here on earth, although we have given birth to a child and we know what that feels like mm-hmm. as a mother, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have gone through that birthing process and you know that baby is your baby. But right. your closest, most intimate relationship that you have here on earth is going to be with your spouse. Why would you? Why would they not know your vulnerability. I think, Why would they not yes. know your triggers? How do they not know that? That means you've hidden something from them. And if you're afraid to show them your soft side mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and your weak side, because we all got weaknesses. Come on, you've been in Girl, a few weaknesses. Yes. Don't don't act like we don't, right? Yes. We all have that. And it's nothing wrong with admitting that. That's just saying something I need to work on. Yes. Right? It doesn't mean that it's the depth of you just mean it's something you need to work on. So how do you, your spouse not know that? And we have to be willing to trust. Mm-hmm. It's all about mm-hmm. trust. It, absolutely. If I'm showing you this side of me, you're going to respect it accept it and love me through it That's and right. I don't feel like you're going to use it against me you know what I mean but you know what I um, think this is a workshop <laughs> okay <laughs> I think and we're going to talk about it because we're going to have girls night in, in um, November where we're going to have you as a guest I think that's a whole nother workshop because it's necessary it's a lot of women yeah. me being a leading lady of a church it's so many women that suffer in silence because they yeah. don't know. Thank God we had sisters that we yeah. could talk and when we could, um, um, you know, share and we can. I could come to you when I'm crying and you can say, "Now you're not right today." That's a beauty of a sisterhood too. When our right. sisters can tell right. us, "You're not right," but it's so many golden nuggets, sister, in this book. I'm on lesson eight now, y'all. I know y'all through this whole podcast, <laughs> y'all gonna hear these the pages turn. Yes. Um, Two more questions, and I'm going to let you go to the office because the captain and Deanna also have a office in the city of Long Beach, Beach. (laughs) where they specialize in doing a lot of business for a lot of people. But you talk about in lesson eight, no matter what we do, we put God first. Family is right. Admit our worship with God. Family is our priority from our past, present, and future. And I am just in love with Clinton Jr., Sydney. Oh, my baby. <laughs> they are so mannerable. Um, you've raised them up to not be so engrossed in things, but right. you've taught them how to love life. You've taken them on vacations, and you've taught them what living well looks like. And they are so humble. And thank God for little Charlie. You've raised, girl, you've raised Charlie. Yeah. To be just an incredible, baby, right? your bonus baby to be incredible. She's so talented. And I just admire you. Um, I did a precursor, girl, before you came on. And I even talked about how you are the co-founder of Girls Win Incorporated, how you um, created this program to assist girls in the foster care system. And that's so beautiful. Again, so unselfish. Listen, y'all, go to faithfamilyfranchise.com, purchase the book, 
sister support sisters. You will not be disappointed. Um, I'm going to close with this. Here I go again, y'all. I'm going to page 103. <laughs> Uh oh, you don't walk through the book today, Jack. Baby, okay. nine. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of good nuggets in this book. And, and you know what? Let me say something. We always been honest with people. Of course, we're going to support each other. But I really state and tell people this book is really, really good. If I could sit here and read it and go through it, because a lot of times we just buy stuff because we know each other and we should. But right. when it's good, just mean? say it's good. It's a good book and it's a blessing. It's going to be a blessing to the body of Christ because that's your why. To give back to the saints. Yes. To let them yes. know you can live a good life. Because the Lord desires that we win in every facet of yes, living. Yes, so he does. lesson 10 is so precious. Y'all want to know what it's called, Shugs? Y'all ready? <laughs> Y'all looking for some peace and happiness? It's called Joy Unspeakable. Yeah. Ooh. Joy Unspeakable. So as we close, sister, because you know, we could talk on this podcast three hours, but I don't know if they're going to let it upload us this long. Yeah. Why? (laughs) (laughs) This is what we do every day. Yes. This is is what we do. So. Yeah. This, this. This lesson, lesson 10, is very joy unspeakable. So unspeakable. So after the rain, the rainbows, we are finally to joy after all the hell, the suffering, the tests, the setbacks, the highs and lows. You and Captain Sydney, CJ, Charlie, us, your village, we are experiencing joy. Send us home with that girl. What you talking about? It, that, that joy that... <laughs> Knowing that all that we've been through, right, mm. that we it was our faith, first of all, that carried yes. us through it all. And that's why the first word in the title of the book is faith. Because yes. without that, I don't know we would have been able to mm. help our family. Girl, right? I feel like when I'm in church. In, Thank you, Lord. And in turmoil i don't know if we would have been able to 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 feel confident that there's going to be a brighter day you know we've we've suffered and gone through bankruptcy we had our one of the restaurants Mm. up for sale at one time we have closed a restaurant right um actually two that we had to you know move relocate for for better opportunity so through all of that had we not had the faith to carry us in our in our weakest points, right? Our saddest points, yes. our the most disappointing times in our life, we wouldn't get to the joy side of it. But what I will tell you is when that joy comes, let that stay in that joy for as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, something's coming up again. That rain. So you don't want to miss out on your joy moment or live in fear of what's around the corner and I know that was something I'm gonna be vulnerable right now that was something that I struggled with I couldn't enjoy the high Mm. because I was so afraid that things are just too good that means something bad about to happen that's something I still battle with Mm. that I still but I'm learning to love and receive and appreciate the joy moment yes that's why you know you know lady Vicky I tell you this all the time I'm like "Uh uh-uh I'm in my happy don't y'all mess with me while I'm in my happy. And don't call me early in the morning time. with nothing sad. 
Give me a minute don't, to get up. <laughs> let me let me be in my happy because yes. I know that there's going to be something that's going to come along. Back to that, it rains on the just and the unjust. Why? There's going to always be something. Mm-hmm. So when you're happy and when you have that joy, receive it, appreciate it, relish it as long as you can, right? right. Because there's always something else to come. Right. But right now, today, today. I'm happy. And today. I'm not letting nobody disturb my peace. Today, I'm I have joy. I'm not letting nobody disturb my right, joy, right? right. And you, we laugh about how, you know, that's <laughs> my big thing. You can't call me early in the morning with no bad news or talking crazy to me. I will get off the phone. Call me at noon. And call me later. Give me a moment yeah. to get up. Let me have my moments of meditation and thankfulness and yes. gratefulness that I woke up on this side, right? And Girl, you about to make me say thank you, to- Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> we at church. <laughs> We had charity, but, wow. but the book was fun. We did it together. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned, you know, um, my children, you know, my daughter is, is, this is her senior year at San Jose state university where she was there Come on, on go cool Spartans. ride scholarship for basketball that mm-hmm. you spoke into existence in seventh grade. So I I'm declared just, it. Um, my son is home. Um, yes. He was um, a student at Morehouse College. He's home and working with his dad, interning with his dad. That's and incredible. To get into some real estate. I respect that. I love yes. that. I told him last night, I said, I'm so happy to have you home, son. It feels good. Because yeah. he's like my big helper, right? Sydney will tell me, Intelligence. Wait, you know, Mama, you need it right now. Sydney's <laughs> like, what you need, Mama? You know, yeah, I'll go, right? Yeah. And then I, and then I have... You know, my um, Charlie, my niece, Charlie, has been with us since Mm -hmm. she was nine years old. She's now 17 and she's doing amazing in school. She just received student of the month, even virtually child. She still got student of the month. You know, that's amazing. That's incredible. And that speaks about the balance and the stability that you have provided for her. And she's she's an artist. So I had to see that talent. Right. And she didn't go to the traditional schools that that CJ and Sydney went through because I'm I'm like I want to give each child right. what they need their own evolve. experience right and their own experience and she's my artist base she can draw anything she can sing she can act she goes to a performing arts um, high school and and it's just been so I'm in my joy right now right we gonna we gonna right decree and declare. Joy. That we're going to stay in this joy for a minute, Lord. Lord, you hear us today, <laughs> yes. Father? Even in the pandemic, a... <laughs> y'all. Even yes. in the pandemic, we're going to find the joy. Give birth to that idea yes. that you had in your belly. Let it come on out. Yes. This is a time of reflection. We ain't got nowhere else to go. That's right. Everything is closed down. So this is a great time to start writing things down, to start looking and taking a chance and doing something that you hadn't thought about doing or was putting it on the back burner. Right. right? Try it now. Try you know, it now. Good. And, and let me say this. I, I don't take it lightly that you have, you know, invited me to be on your podcast i'm so proud of you and, and all your accomplishments Thank and i know you, that you constantly celebrate so many others so we're just gonna take a time to celebrate you for a moment right oh thank and, you and i'm trying the, we're shoes and we're god besties. be the glory I do respect you on your position um i'm excited for your podcast i thank you for the invitation and allowing me the opportunity to mm-hmm. speak you know while we talk about the book it, it's just it's an honor and i i don't take it for granted i don't take I love you, for you. Granted. i love you um, sister thank and, you and this has been fun this has been a yeah fun <laughs> and i thank you for just encouraging me always i blow up your phone you always speak life to me and you have been respectful to me as a first lady 
And I just appreciate our sisterhood. I've told you, like I spoke Sydney, I knew she would be a full ride athlete. I seen it in the spirit realm and I see you speaking before thousands. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to be the armor bear girl. Don't give me no ticket for the front row. I'm going to be on the stage. But this has been an incredible morning. Thank you. Tell Captain, thank you. I love Absolutely. you. And Shug's out there in podcast land. Get your copy of the book. Visit faithfamilyfranchise.com. I will be uploading all of her handles and where you can purchase your book and be of support. And I promise you, while you support her, it's about to bless your whole life on a whole nother level. And until the next time, I greet you again on the next episode. We wish you well. Tell them bye, Shug. Bye, Shug. We love you all in podcast land. Thank you for joining us today on Saving Our Sisters podcast. Blessings. Hey, Shug. Hey, Shug.